Starting, it's Pete George. We are live again on Game Changers with Vicki Abelson. Take three! Take three with Grammy nominees Teresa James and Terry Wilson. Okay, rock on! All, right, all right, you guys. And the fan is still here, keeping <laughs> so, the phone cool. So, to keep it cool. Anybody who's been patient enough to stick around with us, and thank you know, you. the people, thank you, and the people who haven't, fuck them. Yeah. All right, What's so they'll be back. So they'll be back. They're going to see you playing. They'll be back. So play something happy. Make us happy. Come on. Sing yes. Okay. Yeah. I got a real good friends. Lots of acquaintances. I've seen her in all kinds of places. Seen her in a young child's eyes. Yeah. I see her nothing. The silver
recognition. Okay, I just want to tell you that every time I've tried to bring it up on my computer, Stephen Colbert, look, <laughs> it's just showing. Our show, our show is being interrupted by Stephen Colbert. Except they don't think it really is. It's not because I'm watching it. Yeah, it, yeah. Watching we'll it. just go by this because my computer is telling us that it's Stephen Colbert. So we'll, well we're in good company. We'll anyway, just forget so Steve. My computer is hotter than. <coughs> oh my god! All right. So so for everybody Sorry. out there. That sounded great. That <laughs> sounded oh, great. Yeah. yeah. And you know there are people watching. There are people who have come back around, and they're with <laughs> us. <laughs> so. So we'll just give you a little update for those of you who are joining us now. Um, uh, we, we were in the studio and it got a little warm and the camera decided to just shut itself down. We're in a moon void, so probably nobody's watching this anyway. No, there are people oh, watching. Yeah, no. yeah, everybody's and, watching. And everybody's going to watch it after, too. See? I, but they're going to watch it in parts. But that's okay. Because one? Well, this is good. So yeah. you've seen us in the hot, small room, and then the large, not so cool, but much cooler room. It's taking longer to get tired of us. Except the cat. We should have changed clothes. We should have changed clothes. Okay, yeah. you want me to stop it? No. <laughs> so, and so, meanwhile, we're no longer plugged into the power source because that was heating up the phone. So I don't know how much time we have. So, so well, we, we'll talk fast. So we'll talk fast. So, so, but meanwhile, to catch people up, Teresa James and Terry Wilson, that this would be Teresa, this would be Terry, or, or 2000. And Pete. Right and, and, and Pete George. If you have to hear all about Pete's well, adventures. Apparently just got laid. You, you have to, in stands, one night, no, one night stands. You have to listen to the first part to get all of Pete's history. And you're going to have to go back to the first part to hear about the acceptance speeches. That, Absolutely, that, that we didn't get to give. Because... Teresa and Terry were nominated for a Grammy Award this year, so we're we're doing we're doing history. So Teresa gave us her history, and it's in part one. And we're about to go to Terry to find out how Terry you came to be this fine musician and marry this fine woman. Yeah, so, let's hear about it, baby. So so you <laughs> tell us, Terry. I, so, I wanted to be a baseball player at first. I wanted to be I want I want to be a pitcher. I want to be a pro ball pitcher. Then. Then I started studying mechanical drawing. Okay, wait, before you move on from pitching, did you play? He was a great pitcher. Well, I, I, I played up to JV ball, but music at, at about 13, 14 started taking over. And, then and what did you play for? You didn't play bass first, I'm guessing. No, no, I started yeah. guitar when I was about 11 or 12 years old. And are you, are you in bands? What are you doing with it? Yeah, at about 14, we're starting to play a little uh, your band, That was your band, T-H-E? No, that was the Pastels. The pastels. The pastels. And so, and, and and are you are you the leader of this band? Not are, really. Are you no. the lead singer? No. No, 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 no. No, I was. At the time, I was probably the youngest guy in the band at the time. Cause oh. There was a guy about five years older than us who was who was kind of the leader. Oh yeah. And so he he got younger guys, and they went, but that band was great because we would rehearse like every day, and then at that point, sports and stuff started kind of getting pushed aside because you band practice. Okay, so did you study music? Did you read? Not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of, but then and then I went, I got into a music program in, in junior college, mm -hmm. and, and I was still on the fence about whether to study drawing, mechanical drawing, engineering. And then, but then I was starting to do gigs every night, and I was starting to make money. I was starting to play gigs and work weekends, and, and, and then eventually, then you start mi missing class. Oh. 
because you stayed up too late the night before party and so your grades games. are not so the grades are starting to suck. Uh, yeah. And tell him tell him about though about your about your um, when you got the gig. He got to tour with Jimmy Reed and Lightning Hopkins. Wait what? wait how? Well, I was living. We how were, old were you? I was about twenty four, but I was living in England at the time when we would come back to Texas to, uh, to do. Uh, uh, the holidays and visit family, and you you book gigs, uh -huh. and then uh, when we come back in town, it, the word would get around, and there was a buddy of ours who was kind of uh, Jimmy Reed's handler, uh, mm -hmm. and he asked us to uh, Tony Brodigal and I to to do the tour with it was Jimmy Reed and Lightning Hopkins. Wow. And, uh, okay, but wait, you skipped a bunch of years. You're you're thinking of going being an architect. You decide to be a musician. How you how are your parents taking that news? Well. That's, that's where the Jimmy Reed story uh, wait, comes Wait, oh, yeah, don't do yeah. this. You're too pretty. You're hiding that face. Don't do that. <laughs> my mom had I'm a restaurant. I'm going to be your mom. I'm going to make your you show mom. your face. In the little town I grew up in, yeah. Texas Deer Park, uh, it had a barbecue seafood steakhouse. And, oh, nice. And, and there was a, barbecue there, seafood steakhouse. There was a chef. There was, a, uh, there was this old black guy that ran the kitchen and this country gal uh, uh, that helped her run the restaurant. And my dad didn't take my musical career very serious until <laughs> I was going oh. to do this tour with Jimmy Reed. Mm. He didn't know who Jimmy Reed was, but the country gal and the cook <laughs> were flipping out that I was going to be touring with Jimmy Reed, and then that got his attention because ah. he knew that these guys were music fans. And and, and were, your, were your parents musical at all? My dad played sax. D dad grew up. Uh, uh, his dad ran a vaudeville theater in St. Oh, Louis. Wow. And so there was a, a different interesting background because some of these guys in the vaudeville theaters were showing uh, uh, silent movies and there was one of them, my great uncle mm -hmm. who was one of the guys in Hot Springs, Arkansas that helped figure out a way to sync music to film. Wow. Back when it used to be a keyboard player, an organ player, right? Did it, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so some of these guys were kind of cutting edge back then. Uh-huh. <coughs> so he, he kind of grew up around it. And he knew what showbiz was. And <coughs> he he didn't think it was good that I got into the music business. Because I remember him telling me, he said, you know, you're going to have some stomach problems later on. And, your uncle? Is this your uncle? And this is my dad telling no, me. He says, says you got to have something else to fall back on. You know, you got to get a career or something else, you know. Well, and did you have a plan B? Not Did really. you have a plan B? No, yeah. but I always had a day job. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I don't want you to have to turn around and look at me. Well, so what, what kind of day job? Whoa. <laughs> this is a very professional operation. <laughs> this is a very slick show. I have no idea if anybody's watching. There's some people watching. Um, hi, Fran. Um, Fran, I was going to reach out to you. Fran just made, um, hi, Fran. Uh, made uh, a documentary on... Um, um, I, <laughs> Don't do this to me because I'm I'm too hot. Wait, it's gonna come. Um, 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 I, on Ray Parker Jr. Oh, really? Ghostbusters. Nice. Yes, Fran okay. made that documentary. It's gonna come out. Okay, so nice. So who's gonna call that one? So I forgot what we were. So talking. did I. Fran, well, can no. I add this? Someone, uh, Rich Layton says, uh, Hi, nice, Rich. nice haircut, Terry Wilson. Ah, yes, yeah, see. Oh, wait, he's gonna here. <laughs> okay. Rich is a great harmonica player, singer. Oh, excellent. That's he's in Portland. Hi, Rich. And he's got a brand new record out that we just did. So. But they, you guys did. They're rich. Yeah. But did, 
get some work on here. So. No, uh, take your hand. I'm going to keep I, making I'll you. Do that's why we want to see your face. You have to stop. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting my toes licked as we speak. Jerry, stop that. The dog. No. Okay. We should have so, all done this in the bathtub. That would have been fun. <laughs> Actually, Craig Bjorko did a, a, a talk show where he was in the bath with his guests. Nice. Yeah, it was interesting. All right, so let's get back. Let's get back to you. So, so vaudeville. Uh, uh, music oh yeah, we got thing. kind of on a tangent there. Okay. So the the staff at the restaurant really dug that I was going out with uh, Lightning and Jimmy Reed, and then at that point, my parents kind of viewed, well, maybe ah. it's going to work out, and. Uh, yeah, I was hooked by then. At that point, I was full on music. Once you start making so, money at it, then, then then people pay attention more. Well, no, then then you feel better about it too. You yeah. know, then you're like, yay! I love this. You know, to make money doing the thing that you love to do. The I, I, I aspire <laughs> to that one day. It's just oh, <laughs> so I'm serious. Okay, so now wait. I don't remember what you were going to say. You said you had a day job. So oh, I always had day jobs. So what were your day jobs? Oh, I've had a, I had a million. But I like always, what? Well, I well for a long time I worked for a one-stop distributor of records, which is I don't I guess they still have one-stops. There's so f little product, right? Really, but you know, it's like from the record company to the one-stop, and then it would go out to the record stores. And then I worked for a, a chain of record stores. But I was a maid at a resort hotel. I used to do my big job that I always did because I could do it whenever I wanted was inventory calculation. It was just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so I still am super fast on a ten key. You need anything added up? She's she's lightning. Oh, that ten key! I've never heard it called a ten key before. That, I think that's an adding machine. Is that it an is adding, adding machine? machine. No. This is old school. This is analog. Right? This is right before Abacus. Oh, <laughs> shut up! No, people would go take inventories of places, and then they you would just have books of just like, you know, twelve times a dollar ninety-eight, four times two oh ninety-nine. One, you know, I mean, I was so fast. At <laughs> Lightning. I mean, too bad it's not really needed it's anymore. <laughs> and I would say, but you know, it was a good way to like make money. Yeah. And then you know, I could say, I can work today. No, I can't work tomorrow. You know, is that kind of thing. Oh, so you were able to to make your schedule around your music. Yeah. You know, and I actually worked for an inventory company. Yeah, they don't. Well, nothing. It's all barcode now. You know, so it's a total. So you're not. I still you're use not, my ten key. I was going to say ten key. Do you use your ten key? I I still use a ten key too, actually. Yeah. Well, I'll call me. I'll come <coughs> I, over. I'll do it for will you. Will you help? Oh, wow. I'm so fast. I, well, Pete, I just want for the folks at home. I wish I had a camera. Pete is holding. Show them. Show them the fan. Pete is holding the fan on the phone so that you guys get to see, see this. What's wrong with this? I'm not that hot. I mean, this, this is this is like the coolest our house ever gets. Uh, I'm just saying. How come uh, I'm not wearing pants anymore? <laughs> Hey, what are you doing that fast? <laughs> <laughs> there are still hey. people. Do you have somebody named Jeffrey in your family? There's a Jeffrey Wilson watching. Do you have a Jeffrey? No. No. Oh, he's Hi, unrelated. Hi, Jeffrey. You know what's so, funny? My mom's maiden name is Wilson. Okay, that's crazy. So, so it's kind of cool. So people who are just watching this installment, you didn't see the first one. You guys have been together how many years? We, uh, we met in 1979. We were, wow. Yeah, this time. Lived in sin but between 82 and 87. We got married. And then we started having a family. And, and so, children, what, 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 what do you got? There's one of them right there. We oh. got a daughter and a son. Our daughter is 
dance. She studied dance in New York. She's a brilliant dancer. Wow. But she's in right now. She's she moved out here. She's uh, running a really groovy yoga studio. Wow. Nice. And um, she's married to a. Really? She's married to a Texas drummer. Nice. Oh, a musician. And Mm -hmm. how do the parents feel about her being married to? You know what? We love him, and we're glad he's a really good drummer. We were just horrified if she would have married a. Wouldn't that be terrible oh if she would have married a bad musician? Oh, no, uh, I, I don't so think, I'm not so sure what would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> we would have sabotaged it yeah. somehow, I'm sure. But and our son is a musician, and he and our son-in-law are in touring in a band together. Oh no, a that's great band. Uh, that's fantastic. The well, band of Heathens. It's an Americana band. They're great. And but it is kind of funny because and, and our son is an amazing musician. What, what it, guitar, keyboard, what? Well. He oh, plays bass in he this He studied to be a film composer. He and then he did that for a couple of years, and, and it was, as you know, it's very stressful. And at a certain point, when he had a, a gig offer to go out with the band Heathens, he set the keys to the studio. And one of the <laughs> said, I'm out of here, and the guy got mad at him. He said, you should give me a two-week notice. But the guy really didn't deserve a two-week notice because he didn't treat him very well. Well, no, no, the guy already had, because he was out of town, he, the guy had somebody coming in to double-check our son's work, and so Jess is like, then you, you don't really need me, you really don't, I'm out here, but, but he plays guitar when he does his own thing, uh-huh. but he was playing keyboards in a band with his buddies, uh, John Fogarty's kids, they had a band, wow. so he was playing keyboards in that band, and then when the band of Heathens called and said, you play bass, don't you, he just said, sure, yeah, yeah, it wasn't his primary instrument, no, it wasn't even his third instrument, oh, but, wow. but he's, uh, He's great. Okay, so now, so your so. Par- your 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 musical parents, you have children. Are you how, when do you start? Is are they two? Is they starting on Instagram? Are, are you encouraging them? Do they no. want it? What's happening? Well, Lucy, from four or five years old, she started studying piano, uh-huh. and she got like really good, and and then the, she got the, more into dance. Then she got into dance. But she's passionate about it. What kind of dance? Modern. Nice. Modern dance. Uh-huh. She's really good. Yeah. And uh, Jesse picked up guitar a little bit. He got really into skateboarding, you know. And but he was obviously paying more attention than we knew because mm-hmm. he got really good really fast. And you know, I mean, we just exposed them. You know, you know, they were around some really interesting people. I bet, they were. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they were. I bet they were. I have to ask you yeah. a question because I saw. Okay, so Peter Onorati was on the show a few weeks ago, and he was on Cop Rock. And it's on Cop Rock. Okay, so I'm watching. So uh, Kathleen Wilhoit's a, a friend of mine. She was on Cop Rock. She was. A, so I'm watching one of the videos Peter sent me. And I'm like, that is Teresa. My one time on camera, and I'm a homeless. Yes, you were homeless. I'm like si- a singing homeless woman. Well, yes. I know. I picked you out immediately. But that's you know what? That song actually got nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, it was so fabulous. that's pretty cool. I mean, it was kind of a weird idea for a show, but every singer in town got so much. I love that show. You know what? The audition was so wild. That's how I got my sign card. Oh, actually. nice. I was after it. Because Mike Finnegan was on the show. That's why. His scene was that, so amazing. Oh, my God. His song. Oh, my God. Well, he sings the theme song, right? Yeah. It, be careful out there. That yeah. Randy Newman wrote. He sings that song. Well, because I just love it because he looks like the cop. He does look like a cop. He told me because he's tall and he's you know, and he's, he's standing behind. What he's I loved was yeah. he had that podium, and he was giving the thing, and then all of a sudden it, 
and it's an organ and he's singing and it was so cool. It was great. It was great. That's why I saw it a couple weeks ago because Peter was sending me videos from the show because I didn't know Mike was on the show. Every singer in town was on the show. It was so funny when I went to the audition. It's like this whole room. I've never done an audition and I didn't have anything prepared, but they they took us in this like. How did you know to go to the audit? Like, was the word out that they're yeah, hiring singers? I don't singers? know how. I, uh -huh. I don't remember who gave me the call. Well, somebody that called you who you respected. Yeah, yeah. I must have, it's probably. Well, you know, so often shows like this don't take bring in real musicians. They right. bring in actors who want to be singers. Right, right. And but this was real, totally all right, si right, right. I mean, this was serious uh, singers coming in. Uh, what was the, who's the guy, the producer? Uh, Bacho? Uh, Steve Bacho? Was it Steve Yeah, Bacho? it was. Oh, his wow. wife was the star, was one of the main characters. Okay. So he, his taste in, in he, he did it. He, he, he did it. He did it, right. And the, one of the directors or one of the other producers was the guy from Hill Street Blues that we ran into over at Dean Clark's house that night. I can't think really? of his name. But, yeah. So it was... It was very daunting for me, but because I'd never done it and I really was not invested in you being scared. an actor, I wasn't scared. That's you know? the best. I was just like, so they took us into the, they took me and they called everybody into a little room about twice as big as that studio <laughs> that we were just in. Right? I mean, tiny little room. Yeah. And I didn't have anything prepared. And they said, well, just sing like Amazing Grace or something. So, <coughs> so I started singing. And I sing really loud. Like, yes, you do. Wonderful. I sing really loud. And I was like, going, Amazing grace, and it was like so. I sing it, and then when we got done, that guy goes, "Well, when we finish scraping the rest of the paint off the wall, <laughs> But and then Luana Jackman, who was the the contract, the vocal contract, she called me like two days later. She goes, "I've got, I've got, a, I've got a part for you." She said, "As soon as I read the script, I thought, I immediately thought of you, and it was for a homeless person, and I thought." Oh, so you just I went thought, in for a general audition first? Oh, oh okay. I'm like, really? Did they black out the homeless the person, you immediately <laughs> thought of me. Thank you so much. That's great. You know what I mean? Well, it's because you've got that, like, I like you it. live there, boy. you've lived in your voice. It's, you've got that gravelly, it. lived in your voice, voice. It's great. It was really fun getting to be a part of that. That, that was, was really fabulous. But we shot our scene downtown underneath the overpass where the homeless people people really oh. live. Oh, wow. And so it was actually kind of funny because then they set up catering, you know, right over there. You know, they Did they feed the homeless people? I know. But they almost didn't let me in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? No, really. I'm supposed to be here. Oh, my God. That's too funny. It was very funny. So, so what was your first, like, what was your first taste of success as a musician? The, f well, I mean, first, like, Gonna, when you start making money, gonna be well. I mean, I used to do a lot of gigs, you know, six nights a week kind of gigs, you know. But my first like kind of groovy thing was, um, I got hired to sing a song for a Steven Seagal movie. Oh wow! And it was, you know, it was that was kind of my first time to really be on the thing, and I was so excited and w watched the movie and right and during the, my song is a nunchuck. You can barely. But that was exciting, and then and I think you know when I got my first commercial when I did uh, it was for the California Lottery. My friend Sherwood Ball. If you ever knew Sherwood. Uh uh. So what'd you do for that? Just sang a song, you know, and, and made money. It was exciting, you know. Yeah. Making money. But singing live really is, is my favorite yeah. thing. 
Terry and doing all his songs and creating the, the what we've got. And and you're not a writer. You don't write song a little bit. I write some. I do write. Yeah. Some. And, and Terry's so prolific. And yes. he's so. She's a better writer than she lets on to be. I, 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 I spend a lot of time doing it because she's doing other things. And well, I mean, it started out when we know with the kids. You know, I mean, it's like yeah, you're busy. be in the studio and I'm doing, I'm taking no, don't don't bother dad. You know, but I mean, I can just it's all you know our whole time together. It's like I'll be in the kitchen doing dishes and he'll pop his head in. Hey, can you come sing this? Sure. <laughs> Dry my hands out. Go sing. You know, it's a family. It's a family. I like that. And I, you know, it's you need percussion. Who's playing percussion while this is all going on? You don't have a percussionist in the house? We have an app for that now. No, there you go. There's an app for that. Software for that. So, so mm. by the time you meet Terry, are I, you are you are are you gigging? That's how I'm making my living. You're at the making time. your I'm living. I'm making my living as a musician from the time, you know. Like I said, I used to always keep a day job mainly for insurance because I was right. always kind of back then you could do that. Right, you know. He's holding the fan again. So if we go out. Oh, it's good. This is just preventative. This now. is preventative fan, fan holding. Thank you, Pete. You need a picture of that. I know. I don't. Oh, I, I can't one. take a picture. You've got this, my. You and I are in it. It's pretty funny. You've got. You've got. Yeah, because you've got my <laughs> phone. I can't. I can't take a picture of you. So. Um, so oh. yeah. So I've been making my look. You know, and I was working in Houston, and I was doing some recording sessions there, but mostly like. Solo piano, hotel bars. Mm -hmm. I was always in an original band. I had a killer original band that was, uh, a lot of the songs were written by it was a, a guy who came over from Cuba, <coughs> but who was really influenced by the Beatles. So it was like, it was really cool. It's not a blues really band? Was it a rock no, and roll band? No, was it was kind of, it was a very hip hop rhythmic. It Ooh. was kind of, it was a mix of a bunch of stuff. Uh -huh. It was great. And, and that was, uh, you know, and I always, always had bands. Mm -hmm. And so, what are you doing while this is well? Oh, he's in he's in New York. He's in London. He's what are you doing in New York? Well, our band got a label deal, um, and then we hopped in our cars and we we moved to New York. But and what when was that? This was early seventies. Okay. And before New York's a hotbed then. Before Jimmy Reed and Lightning Hopkins. Okay. And uh, we go up to do the record, uh, and we record the whole record Electric Lady Studios. Aww. I mean, and then started meeting the New York players because uh, B.J. Thomas would be in the next studio, who's another Houston boy. Uh huh. And it's Will Lee on bass. And I know Will very Steve well for Steve producing. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, and he's another Houston guy. So uh, we're starting to meet all these people. Wait, wait. Will Lee's on bass. What are you doing? He's on the B.J. Thomas thing, and, and our band is in the other studio. Are you playing record. bass at this point? We're, we have our band in the studio recording. And are you the, playing bass at this yeah, point? Yeah, bass, yeah, you're playing bass. Okay. Uh, and uh, at that point, we, we had been staying in touch with Johnny Nash, and then we did that for a while, and then we started touring with Johnny Nash playing reggae. Yeah. And then at that point, we had to offer to go to, to England, to move to England to do a project. So I get on the plane to go to record a a record in London, and time we start the record, then other recording projects were offered. So we ended up going over there for three weeks and stayed five years. Wow! So, so he was the house demo guy for um, Island Island Records. Island Records. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was great. It was really uh, inspirational, pro prolific time. This is between '74 and '79. And you're writing all that time. No, when did, you start, when did you start really writing in earnest? Well, working with Johnny Nash, Johnny really pr 
encourage you to write and and be part of the chemistry. Johnny was a great teacher mm -hmm. uh, guy. He was really a positive guy besides being a great singer and performer. And so I, I started concentrating more then because he, he had a partner who promoted their publishing company. So uh, when I lived in London, they would give us X amount of dollars per tune to demo our songs that we would write. So we were writing songs every day. Hell yeah! <laughs> we, then we would, get, then would get, I think we got 25 pounds per tune. So if we 50 would- 60 something dollars or something? Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. would do like two or three songs a day. Yeah. And then we would, the pub's open, <laughs> and then we'd go score up a hash and go to the pub and then go party, you know? And, and then the time. next day, the next day start <laughs> over. So Sounds like a good plan. A so, all right, so now what year are you, do you guys come together? We didn't know each other until 79. 79. But you, know, you know what's funny is in Houston, I was in a, in a cover band, commercial mm -hmm. band, and with uh, Rick Gordon, and uh, this guitar player, with Houston guy. And I remember at one point he goes, you should meet my friend Terry Wilson and Tony Barnum. You should really meet those guys. They're so great. You should, you know. And then I've been, been years later, it's like, I ran into Rick. Hey, guess who I married? <laughs> That's so cool. So he, he had a sense of that. I guess so, he did. so when you guys, when do you start making music together? As soon as we met. I mean, we did that. We but, did but I mean, party. but then he went away. And then, but then when I, as soon as I moved out here, we did, uh, we started doing demos and trying to get record deals. And, and did you have a band? Yeah, Always. at first it was T-Bird and the Moon Pies. I love T-Bird and the Moon Pies. Yes. Can you play us a little something so, that you do so as T-Bird and the Moon Pies? Oh, God. Oh, okay, so can you think of something that you did at the beginning? Can you play that something that... Thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, do have to do those we'll do the abridged bird. Okay. Because it's a really long... Thing. Well, all right. Do, 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 don't, but this, don't, was, this song was on the first demo that we did together. Oh, I start the verse. Okay, I'm getting out of the way. You and I Just an overnight sensation
songs like this. Oh, okay. he's writing some amazing So songs. anyway, it's all, coming, it's all coming out through the... And then we find song. out the girl's pregnant. And then we find out she doesn't have cancer. And she's and well, she's, I am, married. And she's not a surgeon. And she's married. <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> what? 
That's why she wanted him to come out here. <laughs> so, so as we're finding this out, we're kind of sleeping on my brother's couch in Los Feliz, and because he was out here for a job, and and we're finding this out. Corey, we we're getting big bottles of white wine cheap with the screw lids, and this is <laughs> that's that, the good stuff. The good, good yeah. stuff. So this song came from that. Before we found out that she 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 was. Resolution to this story, other than okay. Let's he hear the song. Let's hear the check thing. this in. Okay. Wow. Well, another full moon has come and gone since I last saw your face. And when I think of you all alone, I just lose my place. Club in Houston, Love Street. Love Street Light Circus. Light Circus. It was wow. up three stories. It was the height of the hippie thing. It was yeah. the hippie, of, of course. Okay. And I remember meeting Snuffy, and you know those silk Chinese jackets with the tiger on the back? And oh, the yeah, yeah sure, those? of course. They, they were like bomber jackets. Yeah, it had to be like gold. And, or I, red. and I met Snuffy, and he, his hair was really, really long, and he was coming down the stairs, and he was in a hurry. Stuffy, 
hey, Terry Wilson, hey, I heard all about you. And then they zoomed off because he was just a ball of fire back then, you know. And and I we, we didn't really get tight. Because he, he moved to England before I got there. Uh-huh. And then he moved back here, and we tried to get him in the band when our guitar player in London overdosed. Mm -hmm. So we lost... Uh, it's Paul Kossoff, who's a wildly famous oh, from the band Free. Yes, yeah. And, and did you play with Free? I know Snuffy played with I didn't Free. play with Free. He okay. played on their uh -huh. last record, but we put the band around Kossoff called Backstreet Car. Okay. As he was he was recouping from his the drug stuff that oh, he had. Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really sad. But yeah, Snuffy, man, he was. And they all played together with uh, Eric Burden. Okay, so how did the, the Eric Burden thing happen? Because you both. Well, well, he he has a long history with Eric. Okay, so, so Snuffy was was putting help putting a band together with Eric mm -hmm. in around eighty eighty one, mm -hmm. and I had just moved here, and then I did the audition, got the gig, and it was Snuffy, Tony Bronigal, mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Martin, Ronnie Barron. The famous uh, New Orleans oh, keyboard player who we yeah. lost several years ago, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and then Michael Ruff was in the band. Oh, and remember Michael, mm -hmm. and it was Snuffy, Michael Ruff, and Tony and I, and that was amazing. Was a band. killer band. Oh. And uh, and then Tony had a chance to go with Ricky Lee Jones and uh, Snuffy. Went, Snuffy went with Chaka Khan mm -hmm. from that, and then we put another band around Eric and. And I helped put that band together. So, uh, and that was about the time that, that we got together. And then we got Trees out here in '82. Okay, so is that how you came to sing with with Eric? No, no, no. No. How well, Terry toured with Eric off and on for years, and then mm -hmm. they they kind of quit, they parted ways, and then <coughs> years later, you should probably tell this part of the story. But years later, our our guitar player Billy Watts was playing with him, and our our friend Red Young, who was in that '80s Who band, I helped get in the band. In the 80s, okay. and then Red helped put the band together and brought us back into it 10 years ago. And then oh, we, wow. We, then we were with Eric again for about seven, eight years. And then, and so recently? Until about three or four years ago. Okay, so I just want to say, so my friend uh, Jeff Craig, who I call JC, was friends with Eric. I think he wrote Eric's book. He wrote a book with Eric years ago. Do you know him? I, I, wonder, if Craig, I, I wonder if I have met him. There's only one guy who wrote a book with Eric. It's okay. Jeff Craig. So he got me on the phone with Eric about nine years ago, eight or nine years ago, and Eric said he would come and do Women Who Write. Okay. So he was going to play in my living room, but his wife yeah. wasn't keen on the idea. But anyway, he, Eric ended he up getting he, his wife. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so he got a gig at BB King's the, the day that the weekend that he was supposed to. Do women who write? And he did. But I talked to an animal on the phone, and I was really excited about it. He was so nice. Used to be an animal, but I'm okay. And you were—that's right. So I saw him at the pier. I wonder if you guys were still with. I saw him play at the pier in Santa Monica, but it was like, I want to say three years ago. No, they—they put a. Because I would remember. Well, at one point they dropped. They they fired the band and got other people. And then Eric came, we played near his house. They were playing. Oh, they, in the Tom the and Jerry and Billy, everybody uh -huh. was playing with me. Uh-huh. Uh, up in Ventura, I guess he was living in Ohio. Right. But he I came to the that. gig and uh -huh. he saw how great the band was and he hired them all back and he hired me with them. Oh. This was when he had a, a new album out back in 2012. 
12, maybe. Okay, that, that's before I, but I have to say, I saw him about three years ago on the Santa Monica Pier, and he was unbelievable. He yes. was in perfect voice, right. and he okay. put on an incredible show. Good. Incredible good. show. Good. Like, good. blew my mind. I, I, yes. It was so. great for me. It was, I, I, I really never did quite figure out why he had me in the band, except that. Why? Because I didn't do anything hardly. Red That's Young why? was the keyboard player, and he can play. He's a monster. Did you sing backup? I barely. Really? Just a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, play I, too. What I think, wow. what I think like, was, my opinion is, that he was getting ready to go out and promote this thing, and every time I would book a tour, I would Terry and the good bail, and so would our guitar players. So I think he just thought, put put her in the band. We'll do the world tour. Oh, so that they wouldn't bail on him. <laughs> bail on him. That's kind of what I was thinking. But it was the coolest thing. It was one of the coolest things <coughs> because we traveled, we toured everywhere in the world. Wow. And well, not everywhere, but a lot of yeah, places. Yeah. And usually when we tour, it's me and Terry doing all the business. You know, it's like. You know, we're doing the merch, we're doing the uh, set list, we're doing the advancing, the hotel, because we're It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And this was just like, you know, you show up, they give you your room key, you say, what time do I need to be in the lobby? Oh, yeah. And with my husband traveling the world with uh, no responsibility uh, and getting paid, it was just... And getting to do shows in, like, really cool venues. And everybody loves, who doesn't love Eric Burden? So he must have rabid fans everywhere, I'm imagining. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, age span from yeah. our age to... You know what? It was so stunning. There were so many different venues that we did that were just so cool. I mean, because of the animals back in the 60s, we played uh, that wrestling wrestling arena in... Croatia? Croatia. Okay. Serbia. Which was one of the behind-the-curtain countries. Wow. It was Eastern Europe, uh -huh. yeah, for sure. And. But it was so cool because we're doing, and we start doing It's My Life and I'll Do What I Want. And everyone in the audience who's like, you know, our age, basically, oh. animal fans, mm -hmm. you know, were singing along at the top of their lungs. And, and it just struck me what power that song must have had for you them guys do that song? being behind the iron curtain. You know what I mean? It just was. Can you do a piece of that song? Or can you do a piece of anything you sang with Eric? Do something. Jerry do, knows do, everything. Yeah, but you, 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 do something. Um, do something. Because that was a big part of your life. Remember? You sing it. You sing it. And we're doing it in Eric Key, so that's even better. Little girl, you're so young and pretty. Half of the worst. Before your time is done. Okay, I'll see this one. See my daddy in bed dying. See his heaven turning gray. He's been working and working his life away. Get out of the 
Oh, God. How many hits he had. It was crazy. I forgot until I saw him, and then it was every single song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, are it's you insane. kidding me? It's a great playlist, yeah. It's yeah. a really, really, really cool song. And that's when, you know, we were rehearsing, and I'm realizing, because these guys have been touring. They, they knew. They already had all their background parts. Everybody knew every, you know, it was like they didn't. You know, I'd add a high part here and a mm -hmm. high part there, you know, and, and Red was really cute. He'd say, oh, okay, oh, you, you take the solo on this bridge, you know, or you, you, know, you take the, you know, whatever. He was really sweet. But, That's nice. So we're using it, and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> so we start doing Spill the Wine, and I'm thinking, I'm going to just get my flute out, man. I hadn't played flute in a while, but you know what? I was bored. And why not have a flute? How fabulous! So it's pretty fun. Then I got a, a wireless mic for it, and so then I could, you know, and we got, you know. Hmm. But it was, yeah, it was, it was a really fun period in our, in my work. Have you done other things like that together, like playing with other people that were? Never anybody that groovy. Mm -hmm. You know, that we've done a, a lot. We've well, produced a lot of stuff here. We've done Delbert Cruz. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of incestuous interplay between players because it's a really supported musical climate and there's great talent. Great on, players, on so this. many great. Delbert, I don't know if you know Delbert McClinton. I don't. You're familiar with him. He's a Texas guy from Fort Worth, but he's he's never really done anything in California much. I mean, he's, uh, but he's huge, like in Texas, in the South, on the, in New York. We played No Totten Festival with him in Norway and he had billing over Stevie Winwood in Norway. Wow. I mean, he's huge. He's a brilliant, he's probably one of the best singers, songwriters. Wow. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. He's just brilliant. And and he's like one of these guys, that, you know, he's in his mid-70s now. Mm -hmm. he's, but he's always just been real, you know, hey, come up and sing. You know what I mean? Nice. Just, I was terrified, because growing up in Texas, Delbert was like, you know, it was like huge, you know? So, but he's wonderful. And, and he just books people on the cruise that he likes, that he knows are good. So if you go on his cruise, the Sandy Beaches cruise, it's it's not, I mean, usually there, there might be like John Hyatt's done it. I mean, you know, there's been La a few. Lovett. La Lovett's done nice. it. But, but mostly, it's you players. look at the list yeah. of people uh -huh. and you don't know who anybody is. Right. But every single band, every single artist that you see on there is amazingly great. So, but everybody plays together. It's like, you know, we've, we've done shows, we usually, we're very fortunate. We get to we've gotten to know a lot of the people. It's been like twenty bunch of cruises. And we always get the last afternoon out by the pool slot. You know, so there's been times I just think about that one time we were playing we uh, with we had like six percussionists and two drummers and ten horn players and three backup singers and JT on his accordion. I mean it was just like, you know, it was it's just a, it's a so when does that happen? What, what time of year? Yeah, th this next is going to be January 4th through the 11th. And do you go anywhere or is it a cruise to nowhere? No, we go. We you just make a couple of stops. It's in the Caribbean. Nice. You know, yeah. so. But although when we've had bad weather, because it's all about what happens mm -hmm. on the ship. And a lot of the cruisers just said, can't we just find a spot and just park? <laughs> can't we just find good weather and just sit there? Because nobody cares about going to. Right. You know. Yeah. Then they hear the music. Yeah. But yeah, and in that in that regard, I've gotten to you know we've played with lots of really cool folks. And what? How did you? How did them? I, oh wait, before we leave the cruise ship thing, 
Would you guys just play a little bit of the Jody Siegel? I want, I'm going to have you play your oh, stuff. Well, 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 will well, you do well, a little well, bit of the Jody Siegel song that makes me yeah. crazy? That I, I, I watched yeah. the video of you guys like constantly. It is pretty fun. It's very fun. fun. Jody, I love you. I thought you were going to ask for the Love Boat theme. Later,
love the way you do it, and I love the way you do it together. Uh, Jody, I love that. Will you oh, and you know what? She wrote it with Danny Timms. Okay. Who was our, actually one of, who was in our band. Oh, wow. That's great. So, Pete was trying to tell me something during that, and I don't know what. What were you trying to tell me? Oh, it's not important now. Okay. So, so all right, but Linda actually was saying that she can't That hear. was a half an hour ago. All right. Are we definitely good for sound? Yeah. Okay. Did, you didn't adjust it. He though. had his little thingy in his ear. Adjust it. Oh, oh, you did. Okay. Twice. So, is, are we having a problem? With Jerry this? talks very really quietly. All right. I do. Well, don't talk. What we have to speak. We have to do it. We have to project like your wife. She's got, <laughs> she's got those pipes. You know, and I was looking at it, how are we doing for battery? I'm a little concerned because we were not plugged in today. Because you had most battery heating. when we started this way, so I think you're probably good. Oh, you can't see the little green thing? No, it's That's okay. not showing. No. So I, I just don't want us to cut up, get cut off before you guys sing one of your songs. So we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more, and I'm definitely going to have you sing the one that you're gonna, about to re-release, right? You're going to re-release the song? We're doing a, well, we have a live record that's coming out at the end of October. Okay, so now, a lot of the songs, I mean, all except for one of the songs, have been uh, recorded on other of our albums. So Terry and I were talking about this before we went on the air, that you have a song that has a half a million hits. More than. It's almost a million hits. got three quarters of a million hits. This is crazy to me. It is crazy. It, that, that's well, it's it's crazy fantastic. That's, well, it, it should be all your songs should have that. But, so, tell, let's, let's talk about what happens and how this happens. Well, we don't know. You, yeah. you release a song, and then nowadays you have to put it on SoundCloud or YouTube. Right, right. And there's these guys all over the planet that mm -hmm. have their own blogs where they take songs, download it, upload it on their site. Right. And I know some of these guys are monetizing. This is new media for all of us as we learn yes. how do you make money in the streaming world because mm -hmm. Pandora, Spotify, iTunes... I had 15,540 plays on Spotify and thought, great, we'll go, eat, we'll, we'll go eat sushi tonight, you know? <laughs> and then you look at the royalty and it's 27 cents. Come on! Uh, no. And, no, yeah, and so, it's, oh. so it's, it's a new world because all the, the people who are figuring out the media ahead of the artists, the songwriters and singers and small labels, went, their lawyers jockeyed for position, took the big piece of the pie, and now the, the writers and the artists were all recovering to figure out, to understand, we don't think well, that wait a second, down. this sucks, you know? Okay, so let's educate the public. How, what's the best way for me to buy your music so that you're going to reap the most download benefit? Download it from... First go to the site. Go to the artist site and look and see if they have a link, download, uh, purchase well, thing on their site. On their site. Okay, so first you go to the artist site. But okay, the thing but, is nobody but, buys CDs anymore. Right, so. and I don't buy CDs. I, I don't even have a CD. I don't nobody even has use CD my CDs. Anymore. Okay, so how can I best... But stream your music so that you're going to benefit. Well, you from have it. you can't. You can't. So all right, wait. From so streaming not, not, from, not I don't mean streaming. So if mm -hmm. I go to iTunes and I buy it, That's, that serves you, we make correct? Money. Yeah, we make okay. plenty of money. So so or CD you, baby. CD baby. Yeah. Okay. CD baby or iTunes or any place that you actually get purchase. It. Purchase rather than just if pay you a don't subscription. Purchase. Right. If you're doing a subscription, the artist is getting buckus, correct? Correct. Yeah. We okay. don't get it. Okay, well, so do we? It's not a, even a penny. Oh God! No, it's it's For not. Stream. Okay, so let's talk about this reality too. So here you are. You've been making music for your whole lives. You you've written a ton of songs. You've recorded a ton of albums. 
How, at this stage of your life, how, how do you monetize your music? You go out and play. Okay, so you go out That's and play. That's about the so only way to really make money. Is and then, you know, there's a lot of fans that want to buy your CD from the stage. And they, and so do you do that? Do you sell CDs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's Absolutely. a lot of savvy fans, and you, you're that way. You, 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 get, you ask the questions, and you, you understand that the artist, if they're selling T-shirts. Do you have merch? Do you guys have merch? Oh, yeah. We, we do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, but the CD sales at festivals and gigs and stuff, that's the way to support your band. And, you know, go buy three CDs, 10, 20 CDs, and give them away for Christmas gifts. Right. So but also, downloading is fine. It's a perfectly, you know, right. if you download the, the songs, you know. From iTunes and stuff, right. So, yeah. But when, you know, you know, I love it. We would go, I'm such a fan. You have your very own Spotify channel. And I'm oh. Radio, like, <laughs> Do you tell do you do you tell people? Because I'm thinking That's people crazy. don't know, but people don't know, yeah. and it's innocent. They really don't understand. It's like no. in the old days when they'd say, "I love your music so much, I burn CDs for all my friends." <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yay! Yes. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> So you stay quiet on that. Well, that's very well, you don't want to put anybody on the spot. You know, I mean, they're saying something nice, and so you'd be nice. You know, I mean, Pete has these uh, guitar pick necklaces that, that he sells at his gigs, and that, that probably doubles your nightly take, right? Oh, sometimes, sometimes I make triple of what I get paid for the night just in merchandise sales. No, the merchandise, that's what, you know, our friend um, who played in Chicago, I mean, they make, like, you know, individually, they would make, like, Twenty thousand dollars and ten thousand dollars a night on merch. Wow! Because the markup, you know. Yeah. You know. And they're playing in huge venues. Yeah, yeah they got big lines of people waiting. Right, you know? right. Wow, that's it's a sweet deal. Yeah, but it's uh, um, that's that's how you do it is by selling merch and selling. So, what's the benefit of doing a live? Why did you choose to do a why why are you doing a live? Why did you do a live CD? Why? Well, we we did one. Was our second CD a live CD back in 2099 or something? And nowadays, the players in our band because it just sounds, it's just it's so good. Our it's band, so vital our guys so are so great. It just, it's a whole different. It's just exciting. Yeah. It's just yes. much more exciting. And also, I mean, we've got 10 CDs out, but. But we're really not on everybody's radar, so it's kind of a greatest hit. I was going to say, so you can take your your. Yeah. yeah, your greatest hits, and you can put them all together, and so Songs people can really people get educated. Yeah, I mean, and it's, what's really cool, we recorded over, what, four or five nights live, over you a, record? at Bogey's at uh -huh. the House. great sound system. I'll be seeing you there on Sunday, we'll be seeing you yeah. there on right. Sunday and, night. Um, it's over like a, over a year, a year and a half, I guess, just mm -hmm. every time we'd play there, we'd record, and because of everybody's touring schedules, we didn't have exactly the same band every time, but we, we have a... We have like two or three different horn sections and two or three different drummers that we've used because if you want to have really great players, you got to let them go out and make the big bucks right. on the road because right. that's the only way you can really make big money is being right. on the road. So you have to let them go. So what I'm excited about personally is that on this live CD we have all of our guys, nice. all the guys that we. I mean, pretty much. I, I yeah. can't think of anybody we really didn't get on there. And it's so if you could if you could ha have your dream come true what would what, what what would be the greatest thing that could happen at this point 
What would you like to see happen for you guys? Make a lot of money. Making a lot of money is really good and really important. It's, no, it's no, no, no. It would be really fun to my. Uh, what I would like to do is be able to play good, good size venues with people who come because they know what they're going to hear. Because they want to hear us. Right. You know, I'm, and I'm tired of flying. I want our money. I'm tired to of go. airports. I think have a great bus that's well equipped and and be able to play enough dates like uh, uh, every other weekend uh -huh. or something. Because bus travel is a good, comfortable way to do it if you have the right guys in chemistry. See, on the he bus. likes the bus. I always yeah. feel I, get so claustrophobic. You have to fly. And you just like cattle today when you. Go to LAX and LAX. Go I to just Burbank. like to go LAX. Is, well, the, the problem with Burbank is like if there's a cancellation or a late flight, you got to take a taxi. Uh, go, go to LAX. To pick up yeah. yeah, yeah, that's happened to us more. Has it? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's not good. So, but that's what I would love to be because performing live is my favorite thing because it it's funny because in the early days starting, what I really liked the best about live was. Well, I mean, I love to sing and I love to be in the moment and I try to like always have it be in that moment and not just the same thing every time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I try to always make it be special. But in the old days, whatever came out of my mouth was, or what the music we played was just a memory. Mm -hmm. As soon as it was gone, it was just a memory. But Today, and that was cool. But nowadays, everything, uh, everything's been got photos and video everything. and broadcasting it as you do it. I know, it's like live, it's this, it shows up everywhere. And it was all, it seems like it's always like it's the like, song that I've Wait, didn't she wear that shirt two nights ago? <laughs> Pete and I are those people sitting in the audience shooting you guys oh, when yeah. you don't want but to. But it's shot. fine. No, no, no. It's fine. It's, I mean, but it's a different. It's a different thing, you yeah. know. But it. But I think that's why live is so important, is because it, it should always be fresh. It should be. I love that. Touch you. It should touch you differently every time, you know. But I love that about fine. the way the way you sing, Teresa, is so. Uh, from your kishkas, as we say, Judy. But it, it, you're so from the kishkas. Like you, you're never on autopilot. I, it's just uh, that's true. I don't. You never. I've I never. I haven't heard you that much, but I've heard you live enough, a little bit now that you never sing the same thing exactly the same way twice. And you're, you know what's great about being older too is that I just don't have any fear. You know, I love that. I don't have anything to prove, as Terry says. My give a shitter is way down. <laughs> it's turned almost off. I love that. So well, that you know, the secret with anything? It is. It I mean, is. It really is. You want to get out of your head, and so you know, mm -hmm. if, if you're stuck in your head, you, you're just never, you don't get past that, you know. So just let it, just let it flow, you know. And sometimes, I'll just go for something, and I've done it long enough that it, if it doesn't work, then I can make it sound okay. There's no, I Even if it's you, not what I intended. Yeah, but you're uh, still, you're kicking. Well, Alright, so I'm, I'm thinking we need to hear, we need to hear two more things. We need to hear something off your Grammy nominated mm -hmm. album. We need okay, to what hear. can we do by ourselves? Wait, can you do any of it by yourself? It's so, got so much rhythm type stuff. My I'm, face I'm blanking on like, titles right now. Oh, here, I got one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let, let, let Teresa get one. I, I also want to hear the one you're about to release, the, the single you're going to re-release. Oh, with a... Uh, oh, what's the single going to be? <laughs> Do we know? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the one that has a half a million, that has 600,000. Oh, uh, 
Can we oh, I don't think I can do that. Can you, can you, can you, right, real, okay, well, I, I, see, I'm saying all the things that... If you were playing that, bass, you could do it. I mean, it's, we can do a little bit of it. You want a question or two while we're... Yeah, sure. Let's have well, a question. Well, first of all, uh, Linda Liberty, she says, another amazing interview. Oh, oh. thank you, Linda. That's sweet. Um, we are definitely saying more than we should have. So <laughs> no, you're not. Right. No, you're not. And then uh, Peg Farber wanted to know if you played with Eric uh, in Valencia. No, I didn't. Did no. you? You never did. Did you do that? In the, in the little park. No, 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 no. That was uh, the band before us. Okay. Do you live in Valencia? Come see us at the Jazz and Blues every year. Nice. When's that? It's a series of Friday night concerts, and we always do one. Okay, that's cool. Check out the cover uh, on our new CD. I, I, I was looking at it online. I need glasses because I'm so excited. All right, so here it is. Pete, maybe we can hold this up so everybody can see it. Thanks, I'm Pete. so excited about that. It's very cool. Who, who designed that for you? Well, it was my idea. Uh-huh. I'll take credit for that. Good. But um, it's Terry's niece's husband in, down in Austin. Nice. Tell him how you found him. I mean, we my, know him my as... Brothers after, one of my brothers in the VA hospital mm -hmm. getting treatment, and, and uh, his kids showed up. My niece is married to a guy who's a graphic artist, mm -hmm. and he, he's a cartoonist, and all their children were there. And he's sitting drawing dinosaurs with faces, and the, and, they, and they were like had personalities and, and his drawings. And I'm watching them. And I'm like, Joe, you're really good. And I said, uh, and I knew he was a digital graphic artist. Mm -hmm. And I said, album covers. He said, Yeah, I do them all the time. So when she came up with this idea, well, because no, because for a live record, you would normally take a picture of the band, but there's too many people. You know, it's not a band, it's 11 different people. Right, right, you know? it's different, right. So I, I thought, well, then wouldn't it be cool to have like, you know, like, remember Cheap Thrills, that old Janice? Hell yeah. Mm. You know, I thought that'd be so cool to just have like drawings and, you know, kind of echo that, but not really. And and Terry goes, hey, I know just the guy. That's so cool. And he nailed it. He, he totally nailed it. Is the new CD for sale yet? No. October 25th. Thank you. Okay, so tell us, if, drops, give us some more, it drops October 25th. So. Where are you guys playing coming up so that people can? The next next Wednesday at the Ride Off Room, which you have Woodland Hills. No, you went, but you, you haven't seen us there yet. I haven't seen you there because Pete. Pete, listen. Mm. Look it, Pete. <laughs> so so Teresa and Terry are at the Ride Off Room every other week, and I know Snuffy's doing a couple gigs with you, right? Coming well, in up no, in October. In, in November, November. Uh, right. no, Billy, our guitar player, is going to Germany, Switzerland, to, to do something with a, a guitar player there. And so the whole month, we're going to be doing Leslie. Oh, I, I could not, I could not love Leslie more. Yeah, I just Leslie adore him. So it's going to be the Babylon Tramps. Oh, sweet. Like, okay, so so one Wednesday after our show, when we get done on our early show, when these guys are playing, we have to run out to the right. The right yes, well, fantastic. Well, yeah, I, I love you that. You should band see band. our real band. I want to see your real band because Billy's been in the band for twenty years, so he oh. knows everything and sings all the parts. I mean, he's great. But also the Babylon Tramps thing. No, but I, I want to see the rhythm, the rhythm, the rhythm, trance. The rhythm trance. I absolutely want to see the real deal. So can you do a yeah, song from the ground? Yeah. So, okay, so we're going to hear a song. What, what song are we going to hear? What do you want to do? We could do, I could yeah. roll. Uh, oh, okay. That would be all right, we're drifting away, but that's sad. I don't want to do a sad song. Um, give me a it? holler. No, we can't do that without the drums. Dead, come it. No, we Wait, the first, the first one you said. Time me a bar. That might be a good 
winning speeches. So you have to go back and you have to hear it. So because they deserve to. to the only time you're going to hear the grand. You know what? <laughs> we were talking about this off the off camera, but we manifest what we put out there. And so we have true. we have to say we're making money. We're we're doing. Well, everything. you know what else? You know, I'm kind of, I don't mean to interrupt. Not at all. But when we had kids, we kind of put touring on the back, well, we totally put touring yeah. on the back burner, which is how you make your money and how you get out there, you know. And So yeah, how do you, you make a living when you're making, when you're doing Opera. kids? Well, I did a lot, like a lot, a lot of recording sessions. Okay. A lot, and Terry wrote songs and toured with other people. Yeah, I, I did some dates with, remember, Mark Lindsay from Paul Revere and the Raiders. Did okay. you know Mark? All right. No, but I saw Mark perform two years ago, two summers ago in Pasadena. He's got to stop. <laughs> I don't know. Back then, yeah. no, this was I back. loved Paul so Revere. I Mark loved was. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Well, when Me I too. worked with Mark, oh. he was great. And two years ago, I'm sorry, Mark, but... He really needs to yeah, stop. Right. Some people need to stop. But not the castles, not Bob Castle. They have to play forever because they still no. Well, that's the thing. Is if you, you know, you Some know, of them just, like Howard Kalen and Mark, they still If you it. stop, it's hard to go, go back. back. But if you never stop, right, right, right. I think I don't think there's any, you know, you just keep going. It's, it's not a big deal. But yeah. But what I was going to say was... I just was, said something mean. How, no, you wait, did. I did. I'm sorry, Mark. Now I feel really bad. I loved you so... I still love you. Um, so, Maria Moldov, what was that about? She cut one of our songs. She cut... A couple, couple of them. A couple of them, yeah. You didn't ever play with her, though. She just cut our songs. She did. Well, that's a pretty... Did you Maria? No, not in her band. I mean, she would come sit in with us when, when I was out with, with like Stephen Bruton and a little whisper. Right. And she would show up and come up and sit in. So, right Terry toured a lot with other people. and mm -hmm. But we made the conscious decision because... We weren't going to be touring at the level where we could bring our small children with us. We couldn't, you know. So, because of that, I think it's it's developed slow, but you more slowly. But, but you found a way to always make it work. And but do we always meet, and, and I look back, and you know, both kids played soccer. They had they had braces. You know, I mean, it's kind okay. Of so let, let's talk about did. being the being the music the mom. Amongst those moms, she was a, she was a soccer mom. Oh, wait, I'll tell you this story. I'll okay. tell you this story. When they were both in elementary school, they you know, knew I was a musician, so they they had a big fundraiser, silent auction, talent show, and they put me in charge of the. Well, that same night, this was right when the House of Blues in Hollywood opened up, and that same night they we got a gig opening up for Huey Lewis in the News. Ooh. Right, this is in the nineties. At the House of Blues, so I'm at the fundraiser at the elementary school, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I gotta go play with okay, Huey this Lewis. Is <laughs> the second that it was over, Terry's already at the House of Blues. The second's over, I run out, jump in the, my neighbor's car. He drives me to Hollywood. That's I get out, I change my clothes. Got there just in time to change my clothes. Walk out on the stage. And back then they had the balcony that was like this, and then it would open. And I'm, I'd never been there, you know. So I'm on stage, and I'm like. This is so <laughs> twisted. It was just such a whack all the thing to go from mom at the PTA. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I, I You're a twenty percent better. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start to, to get close to wrapping up. Thank you, Pete. Um Pete being having a thankless job tonight behind the camera. I'm so sorry. Hey, Pete. he got the fan. What do you but want, he, but man? yeah, he does have the Thank fan, you. I have to say. That's, um one fan. You only have one fan. No, <laughs> my mother. Um, so, so, for, for uh, I have found that the moms had 
interesting reactions to my life dealing in show business as it was. So did you have some of that going well, on? We live, we live in suburbia. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was quite an adjustment. thought a lot about you guys. Yeah, um, but, yeah. But then did you like perform to raise money for the, the school and do that kind of stuff? We did whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's times where I, I was playing bass with the, the school teacher band. The school teacher But these band. are great guys. These yeah. And these guys all wanted to be full-time musicians. All right. So they had great to go guitars and they had great guitar amps and stuff. Nice. They were so cute. They were so funny, too, because they had two gigs coming up. They had one at a coffee place and one at a bar, and they were, like, really worried about the one at the bar. I said, worry about the one where everybody's drinking coffee. <laughs> That's the one you got to worry about, right? Bar oh is much more relaxed. But. All right. So so before we run out, I, wa I want you to do a last song to take us out in song. So every other Wednesday you're at the right off room? Is that how it works? So, so, next so not week, tonight. What's the next date? Week. What's next week's date on a Wednesday? I don't know. It's, it's October second. It's October. We're celebrating Terry's birthday, birthday that oh, night. Happy birthday, Libra man. Yes. And and on this show, Pete and I will be um, interviewing Lady Kazan at uh -huh. Connie Stevens' house. Are you kidding? Wow. Okay. Some so of what? if if it works out, we're I'm going to Connie you Stevens. Bring them. You gotta bring them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's gonna be some. Lainey sang in the living room oh, last month, and I gotta so tell amazing. you, she sang her ass off. She's she's so amazing. She's, she's got she's she sings from the Kishkas. That woman, yeah. wow. Um, so okay, so they can see you every other, and and so the, and the CD will be available on the twenty fifth mm -hmm. right. of October. Right. Yeah. Anything else that we got going I'm on? Trying to tell what them. else we got on the calendar? I can't. I'm blanking right now. All right. So can you Oh we're doing a big thing on November first. What's that? Soka University Performing Arts Center with Tommy Castro and, and Taj Mahal. Mm. Nice. So it's that? a weekend. It's uh like in Orange County on the edge of Orange nice. County. Nice. It'll be on our Facebook. We'll, we'll Candy is dandy, but liquor's quicker. So okay, so can you do something from the live? Sure. See, okay, so pick something. Sure, show it to Teresa so she can pick a song. Here, oh, here. pick a song. That, um, so show. What's the name of the live CD? Teresa James and Rhythm Tramps Live. <laughs> live. There, there you go. All right. There you go. That's a good. That's a good name. We didn't come up with anything more clever than that. Um, for all of you out there, thank you for for sticking with us and for for putting up with our technical issues. Um, Pete, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Pete. Um, thank job. you guys. Fun thank you guys, guys for having thing. us to your this home. Really and and uh, yeah, I, I want you to know which we turned the air conditioner on in your office. I'm so <laughs> impressed. Like, hours <laughs> earlier. We vacuumed. What? We vacuumed. Wow. Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm I have ingested. <laughs> 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 it's never. The only time I clean is when you come over. Hey, the only time I clean is the day before we went around. I swear, that's the only time I clean. All right, so sorry. So, what do you, so what do you think, Terry? You want to do uh, every day will be a holiday, or you want to do uh, uh, don't make a habit of it? Oh, I love that song. That's I do. Too. Yeah, do that song. I'll do my very mm. best not to get confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kick off. Okay, hang on. Build